This is Kira, and welcome to the Alternative Podcast, a Southern podcast about anything and everything. Hey guys, welcome back. Hope you're doing all right today. Uh, gonna jump right in to uh, today. We're talking about Southern uh, superstitions and traditions. Um, and I kind of just want to talk about that a little bit. I've also been reading a book that my mom let me borrow. I need to finish it so I can give it back to her because it's been a hot minute. Um, but if you've grown up in Appalachia or, you know, if you're from, you know, you, you hear things in the South that you really may not even understand where they where they come from or really even understand what they mean or why someone is saying them. But you just go with it and you kind of just take it to heart and you kind of, you know, with, without reason, you say it and you do it. You know, you just follow it. Um, like when you spill salt, you throw it over your left shoulder, it keeps the devil away. Um, don't really, you know, you don't really know why, but you do it. You spill some salt, you grab it off the, off the counter or whatever, you throw it over your left shoulder. Supposed to bring good luck, keep the devil away from you. Um, I've heard that my whole life, and I never knew where it came from until I got older and realized salt was purifying. And so I'm not sure what the left shoulder has. I still haven't found that out, but I know salt is purifying, and so it's supposed to keep the devil away. Um, which make you know that that makes sense to me. Once you kind of like, if you do a little bit of research and you kind of like understand the sim, the symbolism behind certain things or whatnot, it makes more sense. Um, so I kind of, I don't know. I just kind of want to talk about that today. I actually want to read an excerpt from this book. Um, it, it, the book is called Backwoods Rich Witchcraft, Conjure and Folk Magic from Appalachia. It's by Jake Richards. He's actually uh, out of Jonesboro, Tennessee. Um, so he's from East Tennessee and Appalachia as well. Um, his family, he learned from his parents, his aunts and uncles, his grandparents. He's always uh, learned, you know, just, just folk magic. And a lot of folk magic, as I'm reading this book, I'm kind of learning folk magic is more entwined in religion and Christianity. Um, it's kind of like Christian witchcraft, kind of, um, if you want to break it down into kind of basic, basic, basic things. Um, it has a lot of roots in Christianity. It does have a lot of, but I also see where it has roots in just strictly Appalachia, strictly from you know, the dirt in the hills, you know, your blood, sweat, and te tears that are going into your, you know, into your yard or your garden to, you know, to grow your crops and survive. Um, so I kind of want to read an excerpt from the book. I'm probably going to read a couple because I found a couple of them that I really like. But this one is for chapter two. It's Down Devil's Run, Stories and Superstitions. The stories and superstitions that run through these hills are one place you can find witchcraft and conjure, whether it's in the methods of precaution prescribed against bad luck or tidbits of how to heal a disease. There are stories of odd creatures in the wild, women keening for their lost loves, and the devil himself laughing over the river. Um, 
and honestly, like, there's so many superstitions that have that, that are, you know, about keeping the devil away or, you know, there's all sorts of stuff. I actually asked on Facebook, um, asked my friends, what are some superstitions or traditions that you are aware of? Um, you know, especially in the South. And I kind of wrote them down. So we're just going to kind of go down the list. Um, I've heard of some of these. I haven't heard of all of them. Um, but I've, I've heard of, I've heard of most of these, but there's a don't sing at the dinner table. Don't walk with one shoe on. I've heard that one. I've heard that one before. Um, close all doors and windows during a thunderstorm. Uh, don't let a rock and chair rock when you get up. I've heard of that one. And the way I remember, I think I remember it is like, it's supposed to be like, if it's still rocking, your soul's like, you're gonna, like your soul's gonna leave you. And that's what's rocking the chair. Um, or something kind of like that. Um, I've heard of this one. A cardinal is a spirit of someone, someone you love visiting you. Um, I've also heard red bird, see a red bird make a wish. Uh, my mom's always said that one. If you see like a red cardinal or something like that, uh, you make a wish on it. Um, you know, when we would, you know, be driving down the road, be like, you know, oh, red bird, make a wish. And we just kind of, you know, I would close my eyes cause I wasn't driving, but you know, we would, you know, just kind of be quiet between us and, you know, make a wish. Um, don't shower when it's lightning out. I've, I've heard of that one just being like, like where pipes weren't grounded properly or something like that. If lightning was striking, you know, it could electrocute you or something. Um, I don't know how true that is. And I don't know if there's another route in that, but I have always heard that growing up. Um, let's see what else women shouldn't whistle. Uh, always go out the same door you came in. My mama Peggy was adamant about that. Um, she would always go out the way she came in. Um, if she came in the front door on the porch and then we went inside whenever she was ready to leave, she would go back out the front door, even though, you know, it was, you know, it was closer and more practical for her to leave out the back door to go home. Uh, she would still take those extra few steps and just walk around to the front of the house and walk out the front door um, and off the porch. Um, I always remember that. She was always so adamant about it. Um, if your broom falls, company's coming. I've never heard that one before. Uh, keep a mirror by the door to keep haints away. If you don't know what a haint is, it's like a, um, like a, it's just like a spirit or a haunt or something like that. Kind of keep the negativity away. Excuse me. I got the burps today. Um, screeching owl means death is coming. I've never heard that one before, but I have heard death comes in threes. Um, I've always heard that one and it seems to kind of add up, uh, especially like with celebrity deaths, you kind of can, you can kind of see it. I mean, within, you know, a week, you know, three, you know, popular celebrities will pass away and you're just like, whoa, 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 we're losing a lot of good people, you know, right now or whatnot. And, you know, it's, you know, they say death comes in threes. I've always just heard that. Um, what else? Uh, if it rains between the time of death and someone's burial or cremation, it means that they went to heaven. 
Um, if it takes more than three days for snow to melt, uh, more is on the way. I think I've heard that a time or two. I don't remember it being like particularly, um, it, it wasn't one that I heard all the time, but I do remember hearing it a time or two. Um, don't stand in doorways. I've always heard that, but, uh, my friend Brittany elaborated on it and said, don't stand in doorways. It's between places and that's where the Fae live. And so that's how things can go missing, like your keys or, um, money or something like that. Cause the Fae like shiny things and they like money. And so like, you'll lose, like you'll lose things because of the Fae. Um, I also know that if you lose something and you think it may be Fae related, uh, they like milk and honey. So if you place some out and ask them to please return your item, um, you'll be able to find it in the next few days. So that's a tip. Um, <laughs> little witchy witch tip. Uh, but yeah, I've always heard don't stand in doorways. Uh, but I never really heard the elaboration until Brittany put it. So, uh, thank you for that, Miss Brittany Hoffman. Um, my mom told me she, the next few are going to be ones that my mom told me and the ones that I've heard growing up my whole life. If you drop a dirty dish towel, someone dirtier than you is coming over to your house. Um, salt over your left shoulder when it's spilled. Um, if you... If your foot itches, you're going to walk on strange ground, which is weird because my foot is itchy right now. Um, <laughs> oh, that is itchy. But uh, if your foot is itching, uh, you're going to walk on strange ground. If your left hand itches, you're going to receive money. And if your right hand itches, you're going to give money. Um, if your nose itches, uh, company's coming. Uh, if your ears are burning or if they're itchy, uh, someone's talking about you. Um, I've always heard those growing up. You know, my my whole life, my mom said those and my grandma. Um, I don't know. It, superstitions are always interesting to me. I always find them super interesting. Because I'm always like, who who came up with this? Um like, most superstitions are rooted in either regional, historic, or religious beliefs, or based on the natural environment around you. Um, and they're done, like, over years and years and even centuries um, to, for people to notice patterns and to associate certain things, you know, associate one thing with another. And the more that those things coincide together... It reinforces what you're thinking. So, yes, I know somebody, you know, you may know somebody that passes away. And then that's the only person that you hear of passing away, you know. Um, you know, so, but when you hear multiple people passing away at once, you're like, oh, death comes in threes. It, it comes in threes. Like, duh, 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 duh. Um, you know, or... You know, you say certain psalms when you, you know, you face a certain direction and you face or you say certain psalms when you are planting your seeds uh, for your garden. And it's supposed to bring a blessing over your crops. Um, there's all sorts of stuff. And when you have successful, you know, th something that you do and you're just like, yeah, this makes sense. Um like let me see let me see if i can find one in here he's got um 
in the Backwoods Witchcraft, uh, he wrote some, like, a Pray the Devil Down, and it's got some, like, rituals and things like that. Um, like, uprooting. Uh, to get someone to leave town or move away from your area, take a splinter of lightning-struck wood and place it under their porch steps or where they'll, they will walk over it. Alternatively, take dirt from their footstep or where they recently walked and fold it up in a brown paper bag. Dunk it in water and then burn it while saying, water and fire are at your feet. By the voice that chased Adam from the garden, get gone. Repeat until it is ashes. Take those ashes and mix them with dirt from their, from their yard and sprinkle it where they'll walk. To sprinkle it, walk backward an odd number of steps while saying their name and repeating the above. Um... For new love, to give them uh, give them wine or whiskey in which you've soaked your toenails for three days, from Wednesday to Friday. Strain it on Saturday morning. This will win over anyone. Um, cleansing. Pass a white candle over yourself or another from head to toe three times while saying the Lord's Prayer. Say the can- Set the candle down and let it burn completely. Spit on the remains and bury it at crossroads. Uh, and crossroads are very important in folklore and ri- witchcraft. Um, a lot of cro- crossroads are mentioned because it's a or it's a directional path, um, multiple pathways. It you know things can go in different directions or things are coming into one. Um, so crossroads are a huge thing that I've read, um, especially in this book. Um, crossroads are very important. Uh, red is a very important color. White is important. Um, you know, even ancestor altars, you know, you have a little place set up where your, uh, you know, your loved ones from, you know, the past are, you know, kind of, you have their photos together and you kind of place their favorite cigarettes. You pay, you know, place a one or two by their photo or, uh, pour out a glass of their favorite brandy or, um, you know, things like that, uh, you know, are very, very superstitious, very rooted in Appalachia. And I find that stuff so interesting. Um, that's why I started reading this book. My mom was telling me about it and I was just like, this is so interesting. Um, I recommend reading it. I'm only on chapter seven and I recommend reading it already. It's such, it's very informative, Um, there are some things that I'm like, I never thought of that, or I never knew that. So it's, it's very interesting. Even if you're not into witchcraft, no matter your religious beliefs or lack thereof, uh, just kind of learning conjure and folk magic from Appalachia. Um, it's, this is good. It's really interesting. It's really informative just to kind of, um, you know, learn your history, uh, not a lot of people, I mean, especially now, nowadays, uh, young people don't really care to know about their, um, you know, about their past. And this stuff, like this knowledge, it's either going to, either you're going to, you know, they say, you know, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. And that's the thing is if we don't learn it, we can't use it. And if we can't use it, it's going to get lost to time. And pretty soon all we're going to have are books and 
stories that we've passed, you know, that have been passed down. But if nobody listens to the stories and nobody tells the stories, then no one's going to know. So I very much encourage, this is something I've been starting to do. Uh, definitely recommend starting to learn where your roots are, learn where your family came from, uh, learn how long they've been at Appalachia, what brought them here. Um, you know, if you've been here for generations, learn more about your, learn about your roots and learn, I mean, who knows, maybe you had a conjurer, maybe you had a blessed one in your family and, you know, it was your uncle that kind of was, you know, your great uncle who was kind of eccentric, but he always had something for you. He always, you know, if something, he always had something for what ails you. And those are the people that you need to, to learn from. Um, those are the people that, that really know something special. And I think that's what draws me to even, I mean, I don't like to say this. I don't like to put it out there. I kind of meddle in uh, witchcraft. It's more of a... It's not even just like a, a take control thing. For me, it's also a roots thing. Um, and I'm learning to kind of, I'm trying to, I'm, what I would like to do is ultimately learn how to incorporate my, my history and my past with my family and my, my ancestors um, and, and incorporate it into my craft. And I think that that's what everybody should do is learn about your your heritage and you know do some generational healing but you know to get rid of the bad stuff but what's good you know run with it you know and tell people yes this is you know I had a healer in my family and I learned this and that from them and you know even if you you know, even if it's not something that you necessarily practice, quote unquote, um, you know, if you don't participate in folk magic, just learning about this stuff is so interesting. And I've been, it's, it, I love history. I've, I'm a history nerd. I love learning history. And so I guess that's why I'm so fascinated by it. Um, I wanted to read another part of this book that kind of caught my eye. Um, it's on page 205. It's part of the epilogue. Um, these mountains can bring you to salvation or walk you to death in the dark. There's a lot of bad blood in these hills. It hollers amen in the church, sits at the kitchen table talking about what so-and-so did, and swims inside the bottle of shine. Paired with the struggle, it is the magic and medicine that has kept us up and going. The church is a steady hand in a lot of this work. Even though many people in Appalachia aren't church-going folk, they still have their faith, which is evident in almost every formula. As Nana always said, you can get saved talking to God while sitting on the john just the same as you could at the altar. Um, it's we have we have our own way of faith, food, dress, music, and magic. We have our own lands and hills and trails, and it's all ours, all that we can see. 
We may not be proud of some things, but that doesn't mean we'll divorce it. From our struggles and problems to our faith and culture, this is Appalachia. We are Appalachia. I mean, this book, it has so much in it, and it's so fascinating to learn, um, you know, what what sticks and what doesn't, and what works for some people doesn't always work for others, and, you know, living, you know, it's, I don't know, I would definitely recommend this book. Like I said, if you're a history person and you want to learn about Appalachia, um, you know, this is kind of a good, you know, learning about superstitions and traditions that maybe you didn't know about. I wasn't aware of some of these, but some of these I had heard um, before, but not all of, not a lot, a lot of them I have not. And it's really interesting to learn about my culture. Appalachia is my culture. And it's very interesting to learn um, to learn about it and to, you know, to kind of learn and understand where things come from. And I don't know, man, I just, I love it. Um, I definitely want to, once I finish this, I definitely want to find more books like this and read, you know, get into, I want to get more into Appalachian culture and understand it more and, just kind of get to the nitty gritty of where I come from. I mean, I know I am from, I am of Scots Irish descent on my mom's side. And then my father's side, I'm, uh, I have Puerto Rican. And so I, I've always wanted to learn about, um, you know, where my family comes from and, and you know, McDonald, uh, was my great grandfather's name. Um, you know, he came from Scotland. My pappy's family, uh, you know, is Irish. Um, you know, I've got Scots-Irish and I, you know, I know a little bit about my roots there. And I know a little bit about my, my Puerto Rican roots from uh, my grandma. But I don't know a whole lot. And so I would love to learn my histories and get to the bottom of who I am. But it's not just where my family's come from. It's where I come from and where I'm at and Appalachia is where I'm at right now. I've lived in Western North Carolina my entire life. I'm living in East Tennessee now. Like this is where I am. But yeah, I, I definitely encourage, uh, you know, just getting a little idea of, of where you come from, get a little idea of your roots and kind of dig in there. Um, get your hands dirty, you know, feel the soil that you're, that you're walking on, so to speak. Um, dive in, see, see what you find, see what you dig up. You may find that you, you know, you may learn something about yourself that you never realized before. Um, I'm definitely learning stuff about me, about myself and I encourage you to do the same. So I'm going to keep this one short. I'm going to go ahead and head out. Um, but and again, the book that I, uh, excerpted from a couple of times, it's Backwoods witchcraft conjure and folk magic from appalachia by jake richards uh it's beautiful cover art by the way it's like it has a, a luna moth on it with like little skulls and it's got um like a beautiful little like twiggy forest with a full moon it's it's a really pretty book cover um i will post it on the instagram as well uh whenever this goes up and um 
So follow Instagram, the alternative podcast. I'll put it in the uh, description down below as well and give us a follow. It, um, you know, keeps us, you know, keeps us connected a little bit. Uh, always open a topic suggestion. So, you know, if you, there's something you want to, you know, ask a question, DM me. I am more than happy to, you know, I'll keep it anonymous. And if you want, and you know, we'll, no topic is off limits. You guys know this. So let's, Let's get them in. Let's see what we can talk about. Uh, but anyway, you guys have an awesome day. Drink plenty of water. Get some rest. Um, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Bye.